Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Speaking of the news, somebody just got in trouble recently, but this is all about making lemonade out of lemons. Okay, then. Hi, folks. Jeffrey Tubin here, CNN analyst, lawyer, author, and suddenly very well-known Zoom user. Because I've had so much experience with Zoom, I'm now making available my new streaming video, Get a Grip on Zoom, a hands-on tutorial. Think you can't figure out Zoom? I'll show you how to pull it off. I'll unzip all the secrets for you in Jeffrey Tubin's Get a Grip on Zoom, a hands-on tutorial. If you have a fear of Zoom, I'll help you shake it off. Let my experience using Zoom rub off on you. So don't get yourself into a sticky situation. Stream it now. Jeffrey Tubin's Get a Grip on Zoom, a hands-on tutorial. You just can't beat it. This product endorsed by Anthony Weiner. Time for stories of stupidity, a thing we like to call the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Well, 60-year-old Timothy Fraser of Orangeville, Ontario, Canada, A, yep, was driving last Tuesday and was pulled over by the police for speeding. A, not only was Timothy speeding, but he was using a license plate that didn't belong on that particular vehicle. That's called attaching plates. That is a misdemeanor, but still a problem. Not only that... But Timothy was also driving a car, and he didn't have insurance. That's driving without insurance. That's yeah. also, I think, a misdemeanor. Oh, it's bad. And I think you get, I don't know, don't you get like 25, 24 hours to prove that the car was insured or not? I believe you do get, uh, you know, you have to show it eventually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at some point, within 24 hours, or then they fine you or something like that. But not only was Timothy speeding, using an improper license plate and with no insurance, yeah. but... Timothy also had a driver's license that had been suspended. You know, this appears to be a joker, joker, (laughs) and and a triple situation. Actually, it goes past that. Oh, boy. Not only that, but you know how long Timothy has been suspended from driving for? Uh, Well, how old is Timothy? He's 60. Uh, 48 years. Uh, Well, (laughs) pretty much because he's been suspended from driving for life. Timothy has had so many violations in the past that at age 60, he's banned from driving for life. But not only that. (laughs) Is Timothy sorry? Because if he's sorry, it all seems to be okay. He's not sorry. Oh. Timothy has received seven other lifetime driving bans, making a total of eight lifetime driving bans. Can you do that? One more and he's a cat. Yeah. (laughs) Or he gets a free sub. (laughs) I don't know. Let me get this straight. Is this like consecutive life sentences? Like how many times can, how many lifetimes can you be banned for? Is it, if you serve two thirds of a lifetime, do you get your sentence reduced? The question is, why isn't he in jail already? Yes. And when you think about it, who really is the dumbass here? Well, the court system. You're going to blame or Timothy. Are you going to blame the crown in Canada? Yeah, possibly the crown. Yeah, that's I think what they call the court there, the crown. Yeah, Timothy is not due in court until December. But don't be surprised if we see him out on the roads before then, because obviously there hasn't been enough to deter him. You know what that. the greatest job in Canada is right now? <laughs> Timothy's Uber driver. Yes. Wow. Doesn't seem to last, though, that gig. No. Yep. We'll make Timothy the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Eric Bloom of Blue Oyster Cult, and I think that was a beautiful story you just told. And that story 
The Dumbass of the Day is powered by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. They got Six Valley locations. just talking about the Cardinals game last night and how, you know, during one of the establishing shots that the production team does, they they show the Superstition Mountains as if that's like right next to the stadium, State Farm Stadium, which is, you know, 75, 80 miles away in Glendale. Yeah, I, I mean, they do that all the time, depending on what city they're in. Like, there are very few cities, I think, that the actual football stadium is in the middle of the city. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the, the 49ers play like 50 miles southwest, I guess, of San Francisco, almost into San Jose. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots play like 50 miles south of Boston in Foxborough. Uh, yet they always do a shot of like Boston Harbor and the Hancock building and the Prudential building, like all these, the, the Boston skyline. Meanwhile, they're not a Boston team. They, they're the New England Patriots. Yeah, and, and here it's always a cactus or a mountain. Yes. So you don't get the idea that there's any like stores or anything here. And a- we do have civilization. We have plenty of it. Occasionally they'll get a picture of somebody riding a horse in Old Town Scottsdale. They like Absolutely. to do that, too, yes. If you, for sure. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw into their conversation. They were talking about how, you know, the for the Cardinals game, they showed the Superstition Mountains. Right. Even better on uh, Friday night for the Swirl football game. They looked like they probably shot it from Sun City West towards the uh, stadium, uh, the State Farm Stadium thing. Scottsdale, Arizona, so. Oh, did they call it Scottsdale? Yeah, yeah. It was Scottsdale Swar where they were playing, and so they show uh, this completely northwest valley from you know <laughs> the Wickenburg angle. Where did you so, Where did you see that? That was on ESPN two for the Saguaro SaberCat Hamilton football game. They showed an Arizona high school football game on ESPN two. Yeah, it was the featured national Friday night game. That's ridiculous! Uh, wow. All right. Well, I just wanted to throw that into the mix this morning that uh, the only they're not the only production team getting it wrong. Right. Hi, it's Mark and Paul. Um, hi. You're talking about people thinking that there's nothing out here. Yeah. Uh, back in the back in the 80s, my ex-husband and I got stationed in Syracuse, New York, and I'm from Tucson. And one of the women said something about it and asked me where we tied our horses up at. <laughs> and I said, well, Tucson is a city. We have sidewalks and we have street lights. And traffic lights and, and everything. <laughs> and everything. We even have a police force. And by the way, our population is bigger than the population of Syracuse. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, right exactly. to be much yep. after that. Yeah, Syracuse doesn't have nearly as many hitching posts. Nowhere near. No. Yep. No. Uh-uh. There's nothing in the trough budget up there either. No. So, thanks for yeah. calling. Bye. See ya. Yeah, it's just funny the way the way the way they do that for every football game and stuff like that. It's I love a cliche. You. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's a, they haven't they haven't done the gecko on top of the rock thing, you know, <laughs> with the Ennio Morricone good and bad and ugly music. But it would make sense for them to do that sure, because why not? that's what they do. So. And yesterday, great Cardinals game. Team came back, saved their kicker, Zane Gonzalez, who had pulled a reverse Norwood and missed it wide left and won the game. Great game. Whatever football you watched yesterday, you probably saw a lot of commercials for State Farm. Yeah. I mean, they're they're, all over the place, right? They're a big advertiser and obviously the big big name of the stadium out there in Glendale. Yeah. But I do feel very, very sorry for one person, and that is the original Jake from State Farm. 
Yeah, the weird guy. He was sort of a, a frumpy guy with khakis. He was an everyman. Yeah. He was just an everyday guy. Just, just working phone support. He was know, actually in the middle a- of the night, you know, trying to get his stuff yeah. worked out. Because everybody calls for insurance problems at 3 a.m. But a real-life employee is what that guy was and is still. He still works for State Farm. Yeah. Like but James Jake. It doesn't seem fair, though, that he's been sort of pushed out of the limelight <laughs> by Jacked. Jake. Jack, J- yes. Jack Jake, who is a younger, slimmer, far more athletic-looking Jake than Jake. Listen, from a physical standpoint, yes, it's an upgrade on Jake. But I think you lose some of the homespun charm there of the original Jake from State Farm and well, the original concept of it. Well, you know, there used to be a time during commercials where you could actually put every man in a commercial. But now, apparently, even Jake from State Farm needs to be one of the beautiful people. <laughs> yes. And you know what? To make, to make I mean, insurance sexy. If I was him, if I was the original, and I don't say the old Jake from State Farm, I say the original Jake from State Farm because he deserves that respect. Listen, this new guy is not only a recurring character in all these commercials, so Mm -hmm. this is like a flow from Progressive. Mm -hmm. This is money. This is a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and it could be a lot of money for a long, long time. This is a guy like Pat from Toyota. Mm-hmm. How long has he been doing those commercials? He's making bank, bro. Or, or the guy from uh, the guy from uh, he used to be with Sprint and Verizon and back yes. and forth. The guy I forget his name. Paul. Whatever his name is, Paul, yeah. the guy with the glasses. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yes, can that you hear guy. me now, guy? Yeah. I mean, He's that, done, you know, the original of that was the Maytag repairman. Yeah, those are th- nowadays. I don't know about the Maytag repairman, but nowadays that's a great job when you can become the face of the company and do the commercials all the time. I think the woman whose name is who who plays Flo, her name is Stephanie Courtney. I think yeah. she makes something like eight hundred k a year. I've read that eight hundred k a year, and that was be, a few years ago. To be Flo from Progressive, what a gig! Who wouldn't do that? I'd put on the apron for that. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I just I'm feel- in the wrong end of this, and now. This new Jake from State Farm, they're doing commercials with Aaron Rodgers, with uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's meeting all these celebrities and doing commercials with them. The original Jake from State Farm gets left out in the cold, just as a, a blip on the radar screen. By the way, whatever happened to, to, to Jake from State Farm, I mean, not the uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers agent, that guy, got he got tossed on a yesterday's yeah. news pile, too, and he, in favor of jacked Jake from State yeah. Farm. So it's just, I, but, but I, you know, at least that guy got to do a few ads. And he's an actor, so he knows that game. But the original Jake from State Farm, uh, he's missing it, out. He's missing out on the fame. Yep. He's missing out on the money. He's missing out on the women. All that stuff. The other guy is getting, because he's in all these commercials. They now. pulled a Dick York, Dick Sargent on us. In a major, major way. Yeah, it was a dick move. Yeah, it really kind of was. Yeah. So uh, this weekend, I hope you had a great one. I had a good weekend. I did some fun things. I had some funny things happen. But when you told me this, I had to say, you know what? For story time, let's just your tale of adventure. Let's uh, let's preface this with um, a question. What's the dumbest thing? Mark is now, I don't want to say new, but a recently reindoctrinated dog owner. Yeah, it's been years since we had a dog. Yeah, but, but uh, he now has a dog that, that occasionally engages in some weird behavior. What's the strangest thing Patch has done since you've uh, adopted her? It's been about five months. I, yeah. You know what? It's There's nothing really that stands out. She's amazing in that she was able to break out of her cage in like the second day, yeah. her crate. Yeah, she's an escape so, artist. Yeah. yeah, so and and sometimes mistakes the carpet for a lawn, uh, if you know what I, I mean. I know exactly what you mean, so not exactly housebroken. <laughs> She pretty well, pretty well, but there's been a couple of missteps. No, that happens. Accidents happen. This is a weird thing. Um, my dog Ace. I have a couple of dogs, but Ace is my male German Shepherd, and he is a spry one. Oh yes, he is. 
He's also unhealthily attached to me, so anything that has my scent on it is occasionally a target if I'm not paying attention to him. And one such target on this past Saturday evening was something that I did not expect. I was in my office, my home office, uh, working on some music stuff, and Ace comes walking in, and I, you know, I go, hey, buddy, how you doing? And I pet him, and all of a sudden I feel this weird sort of stickiness all over his back. And I look, and there's a white line across his back, and it looks like he's, he's, looks like he's laid in paint. <laughs> and I'm like, well, where is the paint? What the hell? I'm, I'm thinking to myself, has he gotten a garage? Because I've got paint in the garage. Did he? How did he get in the paint? So I walk into what, my... Well, now, didn't you do what normal people do and sniff? No, because I could see it. It was white. It was not like, no, I'm not going to... I. I I'm not going to lie to you. I did I, I did put it on the tip of my tongue. Yes, you could. I, I was like... Really? Did on the tip of your tongue? No, on the tip of my tongue, because wow. it, it was like... You should really only do that with cocaine, Yeah. But anyway. Well, yeah, well, it was white, so I, <laughs> odds are, I thought maybe... So that's what I saw on TV. <clears throat> maybe. So I, uh, I go into the bedroom to figure out what the hell paint he got into, and there it was, in all of its glory, um, well, with a huge bite mark in the middle of it, my tube of Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> Which, that. which Ace had got up onto the bathroom sink and pulled off because apparently my hand, you know, the, the, it had my smell on it. So he took sure, it down yeah, and yeah. bit and bit into it pretty hard. And I, uh, I can only assume based upon the carnage throughout the entire bedroom that looked kind of like the Sapruder film, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He had done what they call the death rattle, the death shake, which is when dogs take something in their mouth and then they shake their head. Yeah. That's what they use. It's a prey drive thing where they try to snap the neck of whatever prey that they bought, uh, that they got. Um, this was the prey apparently was a tube of Colgate toothpaste, which he had already bitten the top off of and then did the, the death rattle, thereby just painting the walls and television screen and bureau and... I mean, well, that's what we call splatter uh, in the forensic world. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it did look a little bit like Dexter's yeah. kill room, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't have plastic up all around my bedroom, so I am still uh, 48 hours later searching out for little white globules yep. on the wall that look like they could be just... I don't know why that's there, but it's there. And I wouldn't have noticed it had I not turned the TV on and saw what looked like snot hanging from one of the candidates' noses mm-hmm. in a commercial. There you go. So, All right. So I'd like to thank my dog Ace for... He's got the freshest breath in the valley, though. Yeah. That much we know. You know, keep an eye on your floss. That might be tonight. Uh, He has done that before already. (laughs) He's already eaten the the floss. He's eaten the floss, and I got worried because I worried that he might have eaten the the little razor blade that they used to cut the floss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe cut his tongue. Yep. No, he's done that. Apparently, my dog has a dental fetish. Yeah. Well, some of that floss kind of tastes good. I would think so. One hundred point seven KSLX and Joe Walsh all night long. That is not how long the Cardinals game took. It Although was a it did little take bit a little longer. Extra time, yeah, yeah. Some overtime. What a great game! I mean, and you, you know, the the capacity crowd, at least capacity in terms of what they were letting in. Yes, that was like fifteen hundred people. I, I thought it was twelve, but who knows? It was a big game. They could have let a few hundred more in, you know. But it was a. Uh, so quite a bit of distance between everybody in the stands. Have you ever noticed when you watch like a game, and, and usually it's here in Arizona, they, they you know they do a shot, a long shot of like one of the beautiful mountain ranges we have. Like an, um, they call that, I think they call that an establishing shot. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sets you in the where you are. And they usually come like a day or two beforehand uh, to shoot that shot, and then they you know work it into the the production of the show. 
yesterday, and, and maybe I was wrong, maybe I saw it incorrectly, but they got a shot of the Superstition Mountains, which we know are like 100 miles east of, <laughs> of the stadium. And I think they got the shot that you can only get twice a year with the cougar coming down the, the mountain. Oh, very nice. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah, you know, the, the, the shadow. The shadow of the yeah. cougar coming down the mountain, you know, uh, chasing its prey, which you can only get like in spring and late September. So maybe they got that shot a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was because they were in town for another game. Yeah. And they just used it for as file footage. Well, I always find that with any Arizona game... Whatever sport it is, if it's a national broadcast, there's always a, a long shot, like a close-up of a cactus, and then they pull back, and you're on top of a butte or something right, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, a lot of times, you're not even near, like for the Cardinals, you weren't even, when you show the superstitions, you're not anywhere near Glendale Stadium, like you said, like near State Farm Stadium. Yeah, if it's, you were near near State Farm Stadium, you'd see a shot of a four-way intersection with some traffic cones set yeah. up in it. There'd be a check-cashing place on the northeast corner, a church's fried chicken on the northwest corner. Don't forget a Circle K. A Circle K on the southwest corner and then on the southeast corner there'd be a guy twirling a sign <laughs> right and, yes and one person walking across the a intersection semi-intoxicated person sta- yeah, staggering nobody walks around here yeah staggering I mean, across that, that would be a more accurate representation of glendale that's you, glendale in a nutshell right there you could show a a subdivision where all the houses look the same <laughs> and, and really for any town you could and i'm not even joking it's you know you could show any one of a number of strip malls and that would be a more accurate representation of one of our towns slash cities than the the cactus and the mountains. I mean, we have those. Yes. But really what we see every day are those those intersections like you're talking about. Well, I love that too because, I mean, when they show those shots, you know, to the rest of America, it must live out in the wilderness. Yeah, and exactly. Somebody, and, and somebody slammed down a football stadium yeah. in the middle of nowhere, which is Glendale, yeah. sort of, in a nutshell. But, but like, we're off in, like, this vast wasteland. It's like a football game happening on the moon. These th- Those are the kind of things, those are the kind of impressions that lead my mother-in-law to ask questions like, do you have schools? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when my kid cut his eye and needed 20 stitches when he, was, when he was young and we found a doctor on Sunday, she's like, you have doctors? Yeah. Yes. yes. We have all that stuff and yeah. we have strip malls. and all. And In fact, we have more of that than the mountains and the cactus, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to just start taking pictures of like when I actually see a roadrunner somewhere and just start emailing that out to yeah. people. And, a t- and, a, and if, if in the unlikely event I see a tumbleweed, tumbleweed rolling around, get one of those. Send it, just send it back. Easy. Send money. Send yes, help. Yes. Send food. Send supplies. <laughs> exactly. But the great thing is Cardinals won 37-34. Really a phenomenal game. One of yeah. the, yeah, one of the best of the year so far. Sure. Even though it's kind of a weird year so far. It has been. We've been telling you to go to our KSLX website to participate in our food drive, but more details on that on the way. We also want to urge you to go to a KSLX Facebook page. We're going to post one of the articles from yesterday about the removal of the murder hornets in Washington State. Did you see the outfits those scientists were? What are they, entomologists? They're entomologists. They I study think. That's, insects. That's what they do. Yeah, they're, they're the Harvey Klingers of, of the real world, but they're murder hornets. Apparently, they found the first nest of them uh, located in Washington State. Yeah, in in America, right? In the United States, this is the first one. And they did track a murder hornet. They did eventually get it to work (laughs) when they tied dental floss with a little transmitter to its leg. This is a true story. It's true. And that's how they found the nest filled with murder hornets. 
Now, here's the thing. Uh, they, they removed the nest, but they removed them using uh, what looks to be a vacuum of some sort. Uh, I'm sure the vacuum company was like, our vacuum was used to remove all of the murder hornets. <laughs> it's a it's a great advertisement. I would think so, yeah. yeah. They, they vacuumed them into like this little, the little cylinder thing that looks not dissimilar than the thing you used to use at the bank, at the bank teller, when you, when you would drive, drive up. Yeah. The, uh, the, the pneumatic pharmacy. tube thing, yeah, yeah pneumatic the tube thing, yeah. That canister, they all wound up inside of there. And the scientists that were doing this, getting rid of those murder hornets, they were wearing these sort of science fiction-like outfits. They were these basically like high-tech hazmat suits that look like a combination of the stormtroopers in Star Wars and the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. And a little bit like the Minions in Despicable yes, Me. Because it had these, that, the had face the, guard, like yeah. the window. Yeah, they and, and if you look at them, they're white and they're puffy. They look kind of like those inflatable sumo suits that you would get for Halloween. Yeah. Um, but if you notice, there's like a there's like a black outline scene that looks like a G-string going up the crack of the back of the thing. I mean, it's... And, it's really a weird outfit. You, you, you need to go to the KSLX Facebook page. We'll have a video up there. But the outfits are all white, and they're kind of puffy. Right. But if you'll notice, they also have these sewn-in black knee pads on each knee. In case you want to drop the Ric Flair knee drop at some point in of time. Of course, yes. On a murder hornet, because you may need that to put it away. Yep. You've got that knee pad to protect your own knee and yep. let the other person or the murder hornet take the blow. So... It is really, I mean, looking at those things, they're two inches long. They're and if, big. Yeah. If this is what it takes to tackle one hive, one nest of them. Yeah. It doesn't look good. No, and here's the thing. It's it's like any other, it's like when you're dealing with pollution and stuff like that. We can do everything we want, but until you put up a, if you can put up some sort of a dome or a bubble over the United <laughs> States, they're coming whether we want them to or yeah, not. You know? Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like coronavirus. We thought we had the murder hornets handled. Yeah, no. They're back, baby. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> If you go to KSLX.com, the first thing you'll see sort of beneath the logo is that sort of square that rotates with the different little things we have going on all the time. The first thing there, as soon as you get to KSLX.com, will be something about the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive. The official day for that is a week from Saturday. It'll be November 7th. But we wanted to start it a little bit early. Yeah. So what we did was we asked uh, a couple of Mark and Interpol listeners to basically throw out a challenge. They can you know go through their social media, their friends, their people at work that they work with, and basically see who can uh, who can get the most donations. And remember, uh, for financial donations, uh, St. Mary's Food Bank can turn any every dollar donated into seven meals. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is get three hundred sixty-five thousand meals, basically a thousand meals a day for a year. For St. Mary's Food Bank. Yes. Because they have plenty of business. And that's unfortunate. Right. But we want to make sure they can do their business well. So we have three Mark and Neanderthal listeners. Shall we meet them? And what you can do is go to KSLX.com. You click on that Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive thing. And as you scroll down, you'll see sections for these three listeners. And you can choose which one to donate through as they also seek out some of their friends and co-workers and everything to donate for them. So, shall we hear from Danny first? Okay, then. Hey, Arizona, this is Danny up in New River. I'm originally from Philadelphia, but have made my home here in the Valley. 
Today I'm urging all of you to help me out and donate to St. Mary's Food Bank. Go to kslx.com, click on the Danny button. Let's face it, we all need help once in a while, and now's our time to help somebody else out. Go to kslx.com, click on the Danny button, and help me out. Thanks. Yeah, and, and here's the deal. You know, I, I, if, if people are going to use uh, St. Mary's Food Bank on a regular basis now, uh, there's no shame in that whatsoever. You can go and do it. They're there for that, but they do need donations, and that's why we're doing the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive. That's the Danny button he's talking about there. Hell but yeah. What about Laura? Hi, everybody. This is Laura, and I'd love it if you'd help me raise money for the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive with Mark and Neanderthal. I'm a proud Saguaro High School and Arizona State University graduate. So come on, all you saber cats and sun devils. <laughs> help me out. Go to kslx.com and look for Team Laura. Going with going with school pride. I like that. Saber That's cats. a nice way to go. Yeah. yeah. I did not know Saguaro had saber cats. All right. And then we have also in the competition, it's Greg. Hey, Greg. Hi, everyone. It's Greg, your pool guy. Let's work together, dive in, and end hunger. Ah. With your help, along with the amazing people at Earnhardt, KSLX, and St. Mary's Food Bank, we can make this happen. All right, look at that. He's all, he's, that sounded all political, like you he know, was running for office or something. He mentioned he's a pool guy. He asked us not to mention his company. He said that's not what this is about. So look at that. We won't. Look at that. So there's the three folks. If you can donate, you know, if you're one of the folks who hasn't necessarily been hit in the pocketbook by coronavirus, you can help those who have been. So go to kslx.com, click on the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive, start scrolling down, choose one of those three, or just donate yourself whatever you want to do. It'd be fantastic. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.